Thanks so much for downloading the podcast. If you would like to support the pod financially, we're on Patreon. It's patreon.com slash haveawordpod. If you sign up, you can get potential discounts on merch, future live shows, post-rona. But the big one is you'll get the Wednesday full episode, which is exclusive on Patreon. So Monday, that's for everybody. Friday, that's for every motherfucker as well. But Wednesday is just for patrons. Sign up at patreon.com slash haveawordpod. Appreciate you. What is happening, kids? Today's sponsor, as always, is Beer52. Now, if you don't know who these are yet, where have you been? They are the UK's most popular craft beer discovery club, and they've teamed up with us to give our listeners a free case of beer. That's eight free beers, an award-winning beer magazine, and a tasty snack. Did I mention it's for free? You pay fuck all, apart from the £5.95 postage, which is nothing. You'll then become a member of their craft beer discovery club, and they will send you a different theme every month. Previous themes have included the beers of Germany, the beers of California, Belgium, Korea, New Zealand, South Africa and many many more you'll find beers and ales you would never have found on your own also you can pause or cancel your membership to beer 52 at any time but for now just go and get your free case of beers okay go to beer52.com slash word that's b-e-e-r 52.com slash w-o-r-d and you'll get a free case of beer and every time one of you signs up they send us a bit of money you're supporting us you're getting yourself some free ale everyone's a winner now let's get back to the pod now I'm getting the word nuts. Oh, oh Jesus. Billy Muscle again. Oh, Hercules, Hercules. Oh, you think darkness is your ally? Who the fuck is that guy? Have you never seen me before? Don't chat to me. I can see fumes coming off your pump pump look like petrol station. Disgusting. Follow us on social media at HaveAWardPod. And don't forget to watch our very funny podcast videos on YouTube. You can subscribe at youtube.com forward slash HaveAWardPod. They go by Alan and Dave, Aaron and Dean, Grandad and the Yeti, or even Chanel and Denise. But what's for sure is they are the funniest leads in the podcast game. Don't be a Tory. Down your tabo shandy and tell a friend. This is Havaward. Oh, Adam, our tails are up. Oh, little dicks are hard. Ooh. My balls are tingling. My nipples are poking through my bra. <laughs> my bum hole is sweaty. My eyelids are fluttering. My nostrils are flaring. <laughs> my eastrals are doing something. Your eastrals. Do you know Jade once told me, you know your your eastral. Yeah, that it's called that the way you know your nose hole is called your nostril. That's called your nostril. Right. And for about 0.3 seconds, I believed her, and then right. I realised it was bullshit. But she's seen in my eyes in those 0.3 seconds that I believed her, and she's never let it go. <laughs> oh my god! Small victories, eh? Small victories, Jade. Uh, Laura really gives me stick about having massive ear holes. She's like, you've stretched them out. You've stretched them out with earplugs. Because I sleep with earplugs. She's like, the fucking... They're, like, weird. You can really... There's too much going on. You're she, such a needy sleeper, aren't you? She's, you need your own space. You need your earbuds. Do you have an eye mask? No, 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 no. That's... No. That's full Quendo. I'm I'm 75% Quendo. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, I don't... I, I just need my own bed. 
uh, a fan when it's warm. Uh, I've got a special pillow, my little sleepy pillow, <laughs> <laughs> and I I have to have earplugs. Fucking hell! But she's like, you got so ma- shit doing this via Zoom now that we spent two hours together earlier in it. Oh my you know god! I mean? Let's tell everybody about it. Open up your earstrums, bitches. Got some news. Um, me and Dan have viewed and agreed to take a studio space in Runcorn. Uh, Haverweird Studios will be open for business. Hopefully, next week we get the keys on Thursday. Dan's missus is fucking off to the Midlands for the weekend. Oh, that's worked taking out the well. sprog with her. Oh. And we're going to decorate the fuck out of it. Do you know what's... Go- Obviously, socially distanced. We're really sensible. I'll be at the bottom of the ladder. Adam will be at the top two metres. All right. We're decorating it. We're, we're going to make it look how we want it to look. And it, it's good. It's so weird to have, like, a physical purpose. I feel... Biz- it's bizarre. I was like... I said, literally, like, I'm leaving the house today. I'm going jeans on. to the office. I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck is going on? Do you know when I walk back in the house, right? I had my jeans on. I've got like a box fresh pair of Air Force Ones on. I had a white, pristine white t-shirt on. And me me denim jacket that up until very recently was too fucking tight. And I bought it in one of those, I'll lose some weight and this will fit moments like a year ago. And now it finally fits me. And I walked back in and Jade was all smiling at me. And I was like, we're getting a studio. And I was like, do you know what? I haven't worn jeans for three months. And I feel like I've been on a goch one. Like it's all about the confidence. I felt strong. I felt taller. I feel fucking tall today, mate. I feel <laughs> sprightly. I feel like I'm ready to take on the fucking world. Yeah, because because even though we can't gig, because of the... Like, these... What we're doing today couldn't have happened a week and a half ago, two weeks ago. Nope. The, the, this is so strange, because we thought we were going to try and get an office, a studio. We knew... we We've had this plan for a while. I mean, we contacted these guys months ago and they were like well you know business business is business and we got our prices and you know shit i mean we might get back to you and now we messaged them a few weeks ago and they were like oh yeah 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 we've got loads of space yeah yeah yeah. you actually want space now oh yeah yeah we've got a few we've got a few options but yeah we've got a really good fucking deal on this place and i think we're not getting too emotional we need to say thank you so much to all of our listeners especially those who've used our sponsors and kept our sponsors on board all this time, especially our patrons who have been, have literally been our income for the past couple of months. We hope you stick with us forever because things are about to go up a notch. The shit we're going to be able to create in this space is going to blow every other fucking UK podcast out of the water. It's time to take over the game and it wouldn't be possible without all the little lids, lidettes, and lidites who listen to this fucking shit. I just... Gracias. Uh, yeah, I can't. It's just... It's down to you. And I'm glad now that we get to do that thing that we said we were going to do. That money has kept us afloat. And now gigs are around the corner. I mean, I don't know how far around the corner. We thought we were going to do this when gigs were back. But it feels so great to be like, do you know what? Fuck it. Let's take control. Because of and all the support also, we've had from t- Patreon members, we get to be like, we're going to use that some of that money and we are going to 
instead of being like, well, you've got to be sensible, and obviously gigs haven't started yet, I'm sick of living like that. I'm sick of these Zoom meetings. I'm sick of the best thing I've done since I started comedy. One of the very best things I've done, being hamstrung by online fucking Zoom meeting podcasts. And I am so proud of us for going, do you know what? Let's just take the ball by the horns. And we are, and be, we are being it. a little bit Viking about it, aren't we? We are pillaging this place a little bit. Like, to get the deal we've got, we're not, like, spaffing a load of money up the wall. We've literally got this place at a fucking good price. And we've got it for a year. And it's going to be fucking amazing. And we're going to decorate it ourselves. We're going to build it with our own hands, our own blood, sweat, and tears. <laughs> and maybe I'll drag Jade along to help as well. And she's getting fuck all money for it. But I'll get it a brownie. <laughs> <laughs> I, You know what was funny when we got there? Like... When you're comedians and you're... Because we're basically like... Anyone who's listened to the podcast knows exactly what me and Adam are like together. But in your head, you're like, don't be a twat, don't be a twat. Just be be like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. We yeah we constantly sign for office space for uh, studios. We do it all the time. So this isn't new and weird to us. And yeah, I've left the... No, this isn't the first time Adam's wore jeans in three months. I'm a business... <laughs> uh, listen, it's... You know, I am a comedian, but I'm also a businessman. I was like, don't just be a bell end. And then we got in there, and because we all, we know someone at the place, we've already had the discount. We knew the prices. We've had a discount already. We were just weighing up the two rooms. And I am such a funny, because in your head, you're like, maybe we should try and really haggle them down. But because we'd already had a discount, I knew that that was, like, fine. But in my head, I wanted to get in there and go, oh, Adam! It's my dream place. I was just such a little bitch about it. I was like, oh my God. And we could have friends today here. And we could have a beautiful conservatory here. I, just, I was just that bell end that gets shown round by an estate agent that's got no poker face. Like, oh <laughs> my God, make it happen. It was. If I give you an extra 10 grand, can we have it now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got. Me and Adam have got no chill. She was like, so go away and decide if this is something you're interested in. And me and Adam were like looking at each other. It was like this, like as she was finishing the sentence, we were like, "Yeah, but Adam, are you going to say it?" I knew what you were thinking. You were like, "Yeah, okay, uh, Leslie, that's great. What about if we want it right fucking now? Could did we? You, did you see? Could we have the keys now?" I went, just wondering, like, let's just say hypothetically, Leslie, just talking in hypotheticals for a minute here, Gil. <laughs> let's just say hypothetically, we said to you right now, uh, we'll fucking take it. How quick could we be in? And she went, uh, Friday. And I went, what about Thursday? Because <laughs> <laughs> Laura and Etta are fucking off. <laughs> oh, it was so funny. It was that It was that moment. And she could tell you, she was like, oh, I think these guys might be keen. And we're like, Leslie, we're not interested in like, okay, I'll speak to my financial department. And uh, we're like, yeah, we just look at it. We, <laughs> I, I wish, I really wish we had the audio of me and Adam trying to, on the phone, trying to describe what, 350 square foot was it was so spannery like it's like four people one way lying down and it's like three people the other way and when we got in there i was like oh it's huge it was so good and it's just you just come away going we've we've worked so hard on this podcast and the dream is to kick it on and make it a proper thing and it's now within touching distance. Ah, uh, it's just very exciting. It was so weird to see you. I was, I was like, I just, I was like, oh, Adam. I've like looked at you through a screen seventy-eight times. I'm like, look at Adam. Look at his legs. Adam has legs. 
<laughs> ah, I haven't seen his legs for so long. Fuck, you look like your brother. It's so funny. It's so funny. He's getting hairier and fatter, and I'm. Uh, he's getting hairier and thinner, and I'm still bald and getting fatter. I was like, oh god. <laughs> we've had different shutdowns here, mate. Oh. So we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be getting our fucking work gear on, aren't we? On Thursday, by the sounds of it. How's it looks, you, I think how's your general DIY the, level here, Adam? What what who, who, who am I working with here? I think what's going to happen on Thursday is we're going to get there, show the guy who's putting the drywall up for us what we want to do, and, and I think we're going to have to jump in our cars and go over to IKEA and yeah, have a little yeah. glance around there because that's open to like eight nine o'clock, and I think Friday is actually going to be the day where we we start doing what we need to do. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm going to just take my time because I am uh, I'm world famous for being really good for about an hour and a half and then having ADD kick in and be like, oh, oh, this well, the thing is, there's going to be so many jobs. You can procrastinate by doing a different one. Yeah, just, so you can get halfway through the wallpaper and then start building a table. Just like do speed dating, <laughs> but with DIY. <laughs> Beep. Oh, great. Something else. That's genuinely how I tidy up, you know, and it drives Jade fucking mental. So when me and Jade go right today, we're spending the day sorting the house out. Every bit of crap's getting sorted. We're going to make everything tidy, whatever. We both have such vastly different systems that we we end up fighting with each other to the point where we now, if we do that, one of us has to take upstairs and one of us has to take downstairs. Because if she watches me tidy, it rightfully riles it up. Because she's like, right, here's the thing, Adam. You, you've 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 filled the dishwasher like halfway, and now you're putting stuff in the washing machine. And I'm just wondering why you wouldn't finish the dishwasher before you do that. And I'm like, well, I got distracted. There was a sock on the floor, and I was like, oh, we need to put a wash on as well. And she's like, right, yeah, but wh when are you going to finish the dishwasher? Once I finish the washing machine, and then I'll like get close to finishing both of them, and then start tidying the table. Right. And everything gets done, but everything gets done. Do you like when you you you're building a cabinet and you're supposed to screw each screw in like? a third of the way each yeah, yeah, and then yeah. you do them all two thirds and then all the way right that's how I do all jobs right <laughs> I get like halfway through something and go I'm bored of this one now and I go and do another one totally the only yeah. I mean if it gets done if it all finishes at the same time anyway it just sounds like a lot of wasted walking if anything if it all gets <laughs> done at the same time it sounds like if you just stayed in one place to finish the job I, what you described to me sounds like when you're like feeling a bit fidgety and you've had too much caffeine you're like why am I just walking around doing a bit of a job there doing a bit of a job there a little bit of ADD but yeah as long as it's for someone who has done, a lot of coffee it only takes one and a half coffees to make me look like someone who's never had cocaine has just done 40 pound of cocaine <laughs> <laughs> yeah I am um, I'm just the feeling of being like it's going to be feeling like going to work which is I mean, gigs feels like driving to work, sort of, but it's a separate feeling. You're in your gig stuff and everything, and I'm, that's 8 o'clock at night, 7.30, so enough. This is going to be like meeting you on Friday morning with overalls on. <laughs> Every time I do something like this, there's a little moment when I catch myself with a roller, like, pretending to be a grown-up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of course I'm a grown-up. I'm nearly 40. I'm a homeowner. I'm a husband, a father. And in my head, I'm like, yep, yeah, and you know full well you're a bellend. Oh, shut up, but no one else knows. Only and everyone that listens to the Mario Brothers poster in your office. <laughs> That's got to come, by the way. That's a staple of the 
podcast now. Yeah, I would love the yellow Super Mario Brothers 3. I fucking love that thing. Yeah, we're gonna we we've got some work to do, haven't we? We've got some work to do, and we've got space for a couch for the guests. Oh, amazing! Finally, we're gonna have some guests on. Please do tweet us, email us, Instagram us, whatever. However, you want to get in touch with us, we're fine with for this. If there's anyone you would really love us to get on this show, let us know. If there's a comedian you like, I'd love to have that comedian on. It doesn't just have to be a comedian. If it's a a public figure, we know thousands of you are going to say, Jaden Laura, get Jaden Laura on. Believe, believe us when we say neither of them actually want to come on. Maybe one day we'll convince them to come on for a full episode. We get that you want them. You can say that if you want, but that's probably not going to happen for a while. But any public figures, any comedians, if there's someone from the Northwest, an actor, a politician, anyone. I feel like we can get some real funnies as we're having not just comedians on this. We're going to get our comedian mates on. Let us know who they are. But if you want anyone on this show, be as realistic or unrealistic as you want, haveawaredpod at gmail.com, at haveawaredpod on Twitter and on Instagram. Let us know. Get this guy on. Get this girl on. Whoever you want on, talk to us. Even if it's just job description, because I would love to interview a porn star I I would a northern porn star. I am. I've got some questions. If we're gonna get any porn stars on, it's got to be Sophie Anderson on it. Totally faking dick fixed. Yeah, probably <laughs> probably go outside of Runcorn. Do you know what I mean? I don't know if we need a Runcorn porn star. Keep it I local. Mean, Keep it local. I think someone has kidnapped my girlfriend and stolen her phone because. <laughs> she can obviously hear what we're saying through the wall and it's going to be a good thing when she can't and I can actually say what I fucking think about it you know what I mean um, <laughs> she's typing now <laughs> oh shit you've ruined it what was the first message she said politicians what about Jezza Corbyn the OG gilf <laughs> granddad I'd like to fuck oh jade <laughs> Helen Mirren is the OG gilf. Yeah, Helen Mirren. Although, I don't know. Grand, 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 see, I'm nearly 40. I mean, there's people nearly my school year that are grandparents already. I bet there's a 39-year-old grandparent somewhere. I always had a thing for Betty from Corrie as well, you know. Paul Hotpot girl. Betty's Hot Pots. <laughs> yeah, but that's a good, that's a good gilf. That's a great gilf, isn't it? And, and Peggy Mitchell, actually. I think it was just women who can provide me with free beer. Right. Peggy Mitchell. Oh, yeah. What, Pat Butcher? Yeah. Oh, Barbara Windsor. Oh. Not Pat Butcher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Barbara Windsor. Jade's not coming on the pod, then. Is that what she's saying? <sighs> she's just she's saying that I'm weird because I want to fuck Peggy Mitchell, but she wants to fuck Jeremy Corbyn. And apparently Does she want to just, just come normal. on this podcast? She's literally heckling every podcast now. <laughs> Get her on here. Let's start, come on. Let's get Jade on while we're all in a good mood. Jade, do you want to come on? Dan wants you to come on the pod. I, she's going to say no. Come on, Jade. <laughs> she sent me a Said picture Jeremy of Betty from Corrie. <laughs> I'm like this bitch. Oh yeah. yes, yeah, yeah. She's fit. Well, she was before she died. Too much dick. She's not coming on. Fucking Jade. 
We need the studio just to get away from her. Don't tell her that. Don't tell her I said that. <laughs> You're on loudspeakers. You can hear oh, fucking everything. Shit. Oh, Jesus. I'm so excited, man. I, like, do you know last night? Because I knew we were going to view it today. And I knew, like, we were going to walk in and be like, yeah, let's sign the paper and get it. <laughs> last night was like Christmas Eve. That's what it felt like. I didn't sleep great. I didn't sleep well. I was like, like itching at late at night. We stayed up dead late because I couldn't like settle myself down. Do you know, it, and that's just us going to see a studio space. There's other <laughs> studio space. It's not the only one in the world. Like if it, that hadn't worked out, we had options. We just got ourselves so giddy. Imagine what it's like if you are single and you've liked some someone for a while, and as the shutdown is eased, and say you've done it properly and isolated, you've got that first date with someone. Oh my God, I'm so glad I'm married that I don't have to be the absolute quendo who's like, <laughs> like after three months of just wanking and watching Netflix, you've had that first bit of human contact and you've got no chill because you're like, hello, human. <laughs> like If you can have a first date after a shutdown and still play it cool, you're a gangster. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, making a fool of myself. Um, also, shout out to Jamie, who was the first person to ever get Have A Word Pod merchandise. I have been bagging up the many orders that you've placed at haveawordpod.com, the T-shirts, the hoodies, and the mugs, and I was bagging them up yesterday, and tonight I'm going to label them and send them off. Fuck me, there's been a lot. So they're going to be in the post tomorrow. And I was looking at um, one of the addresses for one of the bigger orders, I was like, that's like Ellesmere Port. I was like, is that about 15 minutes away? And I checked it on Google and it was 10. And then because on the haveawordpod.com merch site, you have to leave your telephone number or an email, Jamie had left his phone. So I text one of our listeners out of the blue at half past five on a Sunday evening. All right, mate, Stan Nightingale, are you in? <laughs> 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 and there was a pause where I think Jamie must have been like, which one of my mates is being a bellend? How do they even know I listened to that podcast? And then it must have just gone, this is actually Dan Nightingale. He's like, yes, how are you? I was like, I've just got, got you. Do you want me to just drop it round? He's like, okay. It shows how much of a thrifty bastard you are, though, where you're like, what? £6.70 to deliver it? It's only £4.35 in fuel. <laughs> The, but again, it's shut down rules, isn't it? Because normally you'd be like, I'm a Bresley man, I drive all the time. I was like, Laura, I've got to go out. She was like, where are you going? I was like, um, to Ellesmere Port to drop off a hoodie, a t-shirt and a mug. It was fine. It's just nice to feel like you've got a purpose. So thank you, Jamie. To everyone else who's waiting on their order, you will have them this week. I've got some... Uh, oh, new hat. What's that? Oh, gold fat. Yeah. My hair's too long. It keeps going in my eyes, so I've put a hat on. Nightmare. Fucking nightmare. Fucking nightmare you'd fucking love to have, though, innit? <laughs> you know it. Never know it. Mama like that. Right. Mama. So, um, all the merch is on the way. If you want to buy more merch, it's at haveawordpod.com. Jamie, thanks for uh, tweeting out about it. And that is a first section where we just basically went, Huggy Lee, it's Huggy Lee, it's so just so dirty, and uh, let's have a middle section. Go on then. 
Today's episode is brought to you by Let's Be Naughty, Dakota.uk. Even though lockdown is easing, passing the time can still be hard. So why don't you shake things up and put a bit of kink into your quarantine? If you're looking to stock up on Millennium Lube or buy your mates some chocolate dildos, Let's Be Naughty, Dakota.uk is here to help you take your sex life to the next level. Based in the Northwest, we've got a massive selection of vibrators and dildos for the ladies or the boys. Sexy lingerie, cock rings, masturbators and for the adventurous couples out there there's loads of things to discover like our kinky bondage gear we've got everything you could possibly need to put a buzz back into your bedroom we deliver all over the uk so when you shop online with let's be naughty you'll enjoy free delivery on orders over 50 quid and it's sent in super discreet packaging so you don't have to worry about those nosy bastards next door as a bonus for listeners of this podcast if you use the code have a word all as one word that that's h-a-v-e a-W-O-R-D You'll get 10% off your entire order So go to letsbenaughty.co.uk And see how much fun you can have When you get a bit naughty That's letsbenaughty.co.uk Right Our lid I I feel like Go on This section needs a theme tune Because we've got one for the end And I think I've come up with it It's really original Ready? Because this bit we just fuck around Don't we? Yeah so it's time to fuck around with Adam and Dan. Send us all the shit and we'll read it all out. <laughs> this was never meant to be a part of the pod. Now it's the biggest fucking bit. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Is it send us all the shit to fill up the time? <laughs> Questions or fucking stories? People don't have that many problems with the friends <laughs> so we can't really do a whole show just on two emails do you know what i am actually noticing on the emails we will run out of have a words and we're gonna have to like i think we've had in 68 episodes only one episode that we've not ended on a have a word ever and I think that's the the weirdly the future because we get so many questions so many suggestions but people have run out I don't know if everyone's just decided to be nicer to everyone in the world but we get an occasional have a word I think there's something we genuinely need to like it's going to be so strange in a studio massive setup if we're like inviting Jason Manford or whoever we're going to ask onto the podcast and they're like so what's the podcast and you're like uh yeah well it's not what it yeah um so what we do is I mean we used to but then we see the shutdown happened and we did 4,000 episodes in about a fortnight uh, never mind let's just talk shit um, I I want to do this I've got another acting class for you because I feel like class. it's been a Whoa. while it's class. been a while since you've done yeah, you, you're doing actor training you're doing actor training for your big but you said a class for me that I don't oh. need to be taught how listen, to act you listen. want me to teach other people how to act right I, Adam you haven't got the career you want yet in Hollywood but as a as an artist, as a, a well, vessel. coronavirus got up, didn't it? I was going to LA for a week on holiday, and something would have happened. Oh yeah, yeah, that's how it works, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Where are you going for two weeks, uh, Hollywood? <laughs> what did you? Hey, Dazza, what did you do on your holidays? <laughs> Fucking film three films. <laughs> Unbelievable out there, lad. You just get out there. They're like, hey, yeah, geezer. We're doing a film here in the studio. 
Do you want to come and do it? He's like, hey, I've got, we've got fucking table reserved to plan the plan Hollywood. I've got three hours. <laughs> what am I going to do, Darren? Joanne, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a class, but, you know, Adams, is, is it fair to say you're still, you're still developing as an act, acting talent? Is that fair? I think it's fair to say that that's what people think. Yeah. I think I'm the finished article, but... Yeah, I think that's how you approach most most things in your life, isn't it? As he wears his fucking ping golfing hat. Yeah, it's because I'm a golfer. <laughs> how much? How I mean, how much have you spent on the fucking shoe? Like in your head, you're a shoe artist, and you've basically put two pairs of Nike Force Ones and a load of fucking primary school paints, and you haven't touched a fucking trainer with. I haven't even opened the brushes. <laughs> 290 quid you need a hobby you're right Jade I've already got it on Amazon Prime it'll be here in the morning next day I mean, I'm bored of that I don't want to do that just, just, just walking around with some EDL white trainers oh fucking hell uh, oh, I'd love it if you became an actor I just think it'd be everyone's so... an actor we just don't know what our stories are yet oh <laughs> I'd say that in the audition. Say that in the audition, because that is that is about eighty percent as 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 cunty as you need to be to be an actor. I I once did a gig at a Scarborough Drama Festival. This is fucking years ago, and they were like, "We we want some comedy. We've got loads of A level students, and they're all." They're all like doing drama workshops, got professional actors coming up and they're teaching workshops. And at the end of it, we'd like some comedy. It can't be like, they gave me a list of what it couldn't be. But they were like 17, 18, there's about 300 of them and I got about 400 quid. And this is about 15 years ago, 16 years ago. It was good money for where I was at. Did it, fine, nice gig. And then in the, they put me up at a B&B. &B. And in the morning, I was at breakfast and the other actors, they'd obviously put everyone in the same B&B. &B. So all these like actors, probably my age, like 25, 30, early 30s. I have heard some cunty conversations in my time. But you know, when, you, when, when you're comedians, comedians have to be self-aware to a point because we're yeah. also, we're good at listening, but we also, we're very aware of ourselves because in comedy, ours is the art form where if we do or say anything that people don't like, ours is the one live art form where people can go, hey, fuck off, you fucking bellend. What the fuck are you talking about? What's that fucking hat you're wearing? And actors are just like either behind a screen or on a stage where everyone's like, shh. Yeah. And oh my God, like, oh yeah, I actually spoke to the director. And I'm li li like the bell end having a toasted tea cake. I actually spoke to the director and he said, of course I saw your work. And all I heard for about half an hour of toasted tea cake was, oh fucking rah, 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 rah. And the first thing him. that's reminded me of that <laughs> is when you said that thing about, uh, obviously, uh, we have those stories that we haven't told them yet. <laughs> Do you know the the worst sort of thing along those lines I've ever heard? Jade at one point worked in digital marketing for a company in Nosley called Curveball Solutions. Sounds, and sounds legit. Her boss was such a 
like fucking word of the day toilet paper guy who's like <laughs> in his fucking presentation to Jade like welcome to the company so we're here we're curveball solutions we're here to throw a curveball at the solution some people will look at it and go I'd throw a straight ball at that I want to throw a curveball and he goes here's how we work in a nutshell you don't go to B and Q because you need a drill you go because you need a hole <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> what a fucking prick. <laughs> I love it. Firstly, I love the fact that he had to explain the name of his company like Bell End comedians do with the name of their Edinburgh show at the fringe. They're like, uh, my friend show is called, um, this because, and I'll tell you why. You're like, oh, just do the fucking jokes. Just do your jokes. We'll work out why you've called it what you've called it. Uh, hi guys. Thanks for coming to see my Edinburgh show. My Edinburgh show is called <laughs> Just Funny. And it's because I just thought, what we need more of is, oh, God. Well, the reason people do that is because they're pandering to the audience in it. Like the Edinburgh highbrow. Oh, we want to know what he means rather than just why he's funny. I remember, I swear to God, this is true. So 2017, I did a show at the Edinburgh Festival at the Mash House in your Mash House room, yeah, the yeah. Snifter Room, right? And the show was called Unbearable. Now, I've never released the material from that show online because it only works. I put the show together. Um, and it really only worked as one big thing. The, yeah, I could cut certain bits out, but I couldn't like put the whole thing out without putting the whole thing out. Which happens a lot with Edinburgh shows, doesn't it? That happens a yeah. lot with Edinburgh. They are, they're a succinct thing. Sometimes it doesn't work. It's not like a set. So I will explain the full story of this. I, I have a weird live show, but I've just got to give you context of for what I'm about to say. So the, the last story in that show was about a girl that I slept with and within a week she was dead. And it's a true story, right? What? I slept with a girl, and a week later, she was dead. How big? That's a hundred percent true story. I'll How explain big is it. it Adam? In... I thought what? you had it medically reduced your dick. <laughs> <laughs> How big is it? Mama like that. Mama like that. Oh, oh Jesus! Now, the show, the the last story in the show was about how I found out that that had happened. Right now. The show was called Unbearable. And in that last story of the show is the first time and the only time in the whole show that I used the word unbearable. So I, in a really convoluted, wanky way, which I'm not super proud of. Uh, and the show, I, I, I think that's the best show I've ever done. But I was like, when that happened, I was like, I was so arrogant to think, is this something to do with me? Am I that unbearable? Hey, right. and then and then did a finger on the nose and went oh. <laughs> but on the front row there was like two middle class women mother and daughter one was like I'd say 60 odd and the other like in her 30s and they had not smiled for the whole show once and when I said I thought is this something to do with me am I that unbearable they both looked at each other, smirked and nodded. Like, 
That's why we're here. What what a great thing. The the Edinburgh Festival is is something that people put years and time and money into and energy and they comedians put so much I mean some people just turn up and talk shit but others like literally painstaking preparation it costs thousands of pounds and you go up and in places you play to some of the most knowledgeable insightful like interested respectful audience members and you also play to pompous cunts who couldn't get a ticket for someone else and I anyone anyone any new comic who's idolizing the fringe and what it represents is just remember that for every five customers who are there because they like comedy and they've heard of you or they've taken a recommendation and they're just in the mo- there is one con who would rather be watching sorry I haven't got a clue at the BBC Radio 4 tent and now they're watching you begrudgingly like literally they're just there because their dinner reservation is like 85 minutes away oh it's painful that was the and that's the only bit they enjoyed the whole time when they were smirky bitches like "Mm." you see he's been building up to this for 57 minutes well done ah funny oh god just put this that how can you go for so long and not smile and then be like oh yeah theatrical construct oh stick it up your flange (laughs) Um, so taking some suggestions from the listeners thanks everyone now this time I've decided to challenge because this is a few weeks ago we did a randomizer <laughs> I've, I've still got it on the desk as well I love the randomizer where I put a a job and a, like a description and a nationality it all got a bit random and I realise now after the fact that paedophile isn't a proper job okay which, yeah, which Adam pointed out at the time, but I was just trying to get characters out. So now, now that fucking Jeffrey Epstein's being offed by the fucking Illuminati lad, that was his job, but they fucking killed him, didn't he? Right. Okay. I don't know what just happened there. He but... was well. Jeffrey Epstein was a professional paedophile, so it was a job for a bit. Yeah, but he didn't put that on his tax return, did he? <laughs> I'll tell you what. It's a nightmare getting a mortgage when you're self-employed, but if you put pro pedo. Pro, propedo, propedo, <laughs> pro, pro, propedo sounds like a laxative drug, doesn't it? Have you tried propedo? It really. It sounds, <laughs> it sounds like a swimwear brand. Propedo. Oh. Propedo, you could swim like a shark with our patented super soft. <laughs> swimwear collection <laughs> propedo for when you want to be a pedophile professionally it works really well in the shallow pool oh daniel um so i'm going to give you the character i want you to commit i mean if anyone's heard the podcast before you'll know that adam is phenomenal at accents <laughs> um oh Dan! Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. Dan! It's Nessie, yeah? Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking only one. Oh! Oh! It's like Nessa during a stroke. Oh! Oh! Well, I take her, 
Rakon, you're doing a good job. Right. <laughs> Did Nessa just become Michael Caine? Oh, I'm Michael Caine. You're morphing your fucking impressions. Oh, you're only supposed to blow off the bleeding doors. <laughs> Uncle Bren. First character, 73-year-old. Say that, right, go on. Start again. This is the character. 73-year-old female Scottish prostitute. Oh, darling, I don't know how much I could give you a discount, but I just need to get fucked in the arse so that I can pay for some heroin. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I've actually... I've actually written down a few questions so because i know you're so good you're such a natural actor mm -hmm. questions that i i want to ask you in character so okay okay do you uh, what's your name madam destiny <laughs> she's 73 it's not age appropriate fucking destiny baby me <laughs> <laughs> I know it doesn't have to be Morag because I don't think that's a street name, but fucking Destiny McLeod. <laughs> Every cloud has a silver lining, and that's Listen, usually draped just. Sunny Jim. Oh, Sonny Jim. You want to take the piss out of my name? I'll fucking kill you in the cup. <laughs> sounds weirdly like Janie Godley. Um, uh, Destiny. Uh, yes. What? <laughs> uh, how's your shutdown? How's your shutdown been? How have you, how you been getting I through? Really been, I haven't really been shut down. People who want to fuck Scottish 73-year-old prostitutes don't really care much for government guidelines, <laughs> you wee prick. Big fan of Nicola Sturgeon or... <laughs> Hey, she's doing her best. She's doing her best. <laughs> Tell you what, even seventy-three-year-old Scottish prostitutes are pro, pro SNP. I used to walk labour. Right, lovely to meet you, Destiny. But Adam, a problem. Very good. You honestly, you really committed to that, and you answered the question, which I didn't think you would. Number two. Grumpy Russian comedy club compare. Right now, everybody need to shut up. Too much noise. Comedians, they can't get jokes out because you all being too loud and leery. I don't care if it's fucking Christmas. Christmas sweetmas. Shut the fuck up. Round of applause for your first act. This the Nightingale. Come on. Clap, you cunts. Clap. That, nice. Uh, what's... What's your name, sir? Igor Komparov. <laughs> How did you just think of that on the spot? Igor Komparov. Fucking hell. Oh, God. I think he was a chess player. <laughs> Igor Komparov you'd have a nightmare being his agent wouldn't you Igor's, Igor's available to do sets as well the club would be like yeah for some reason we just see him as a comper 
<laughs> yeah, uh, first question. Who's drinking? Fucking pussies. <laughs> you call it drinking? I call it being a pussy. You have it straight, not with ice and cola. Fucking bitch. Round of applause for next comedian is Brennan Reese. <laughs> now we're going to split room into three sections. Section A, Russian section. Section B, Ukrainian disgusting section. Section C, gypsy section. Do not look at them. Okay, manly. Loud applause from section A. Pathetic. Clapping from section B. Do not clap section C, you dirty hands. Uh, really good. Really good. Once again. I mean, Igor Komparov. Fucking brilliant! I would right. Can can we can we for at least one have a word live show? One of us compare as Igor Komparov. Welcome mm -hmm. to fucking stupid podcast where make stupid voice. You idiot patrons, sit there and listen to shit. Welcome on stage, Adam Romsky. Um. Great. So, uh, <laughs> uh, I've got number three. Horny Welsh bus driver. Horny Welsh bus driver. He's going to do next. Oh, no, you see, it's £2.80 unless you want to jump in a boat and suck my dick. <laughs> Love it. £2.80 or a wee little play of the balls. What do you want? You want to pay for the bus or you want to earn it? I swear to God, your Welsh goes so Jamaican. You want to play for the bus, or you're gonna two pound eighty? Me take you all the way to Kingston. <laughs> it's near real. <laughs> <laughs> it's two pound eighty return, or you can spend three pound eighty on a mega rider. <laughs> and let me just say, that's not a ticket. <sighs> Right, I'm not sure about your horny Welsh bus driver. I think for some reason you got. Oh, Dan, he's trying his best. Give him a break. <laughs> it's Ness, isn't it? It's basically Ness or bust. <laughs> You're doing really well. Uh, number four, it <laughs> Eagle Comperoff is really making me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> What is job? You're lucky to have it. Is this your woman? Pathetic. I'll see you afterwards. Follow me on Twitter. <laughs> um, number four. Irritable Northern Irish yoga instructor. Here now. You're not fucking using my mat. I lent you a mat last week. You bring your own fucking mat. You're going to do yoga in my fucking house. Jesus. Adam, have you been practicing on the slide? Because you're, you're like considerably less shit than you used to be. It's really good. It's really good. Um, can I ask you a question? I don't know what your name is. Uh, I don't know if it's male or female, the yoga instructor. I can't tell with Northern Irish because it doesn't sound... It all sounds fucking new Irish. Hey, my name's fucking Liam. They <laughs> my name is fucking Kieran McLaughlin. Karen McLaughlin. I like it. Now, Karen, uh, can I ask you a few questions? These are set questions. Sure. Please go don't ahead, take man. Have you 
ever listened to podcasts? I. Yeah, have you ever heard the Have a Word podcast? Have I fuck? <laughs> have you have you ever visited a place called Scam? Scammersdale. Scam. I mean nans from there. <laughs> the little known Scammersdale to Ulster movement of nanas when hey, she's from there she moved over here during the troubles because she likes a <laughs> fucking fight <laughs> mate you know you love a barney if you move to northern ireland fucking hell lad they look like they're in through it there fuck scam she was 62 when she moved um really camp american traffic warden Really? Hey, now come on! You can't park here, and you know you can't park here. Oh my it god! It says right here, don't be parking here. I don't want to give you a ticket. You're making me give you a ticket. Either move the car, or I'm going to give you a ticket. What is it? Do you want to move, or do you want a ticket? Which one? Oh my god! I'll just write move you or ticket. up. No, seriously, just one quick answer: move or ticket. Oh my god! You move. Got a, you've you got to move. Your vehicle is so big. <laughs> you can't reverse it in there, can you? Mm. I'm gonna have to put. Try let you know. Go on. Um, he's happily married. He's not gay. Oh, he's just camp. He's just yeah. camp. What? He's just camp. He's just camp. Yeah. I just want to let you know. Give you a bit of a backstory. His name's Kenneth Blyton. Kenneth Blyton. <laughs> he's married to Leslie Blyton, and they've got four kids, all called George. <laughs> George one, George two, George three, George four. I don't way. I don't know why I went nor Irish. Love it. So, Kenneth, hi. Hi. Oh my God, hi. Where are you from in the states? Everywhere, baby. <laughs> Where do you want me to be from? I've been all over. I'm not from anywhere. None, none of us are from anywhere. You're just born where you're born. I'm a child of the world. It's if you want to know where I was born, Kentucky. <laughs> not about where you're from it's where you jizz stop it so i'm from the toilets um but do you know kenneth can i ask you a serious question we've got some pre-set questions absolutely i'm here for a, a serious conversation could you describe your perfect day kenneth what's your perfect what's your idea of a perfect day my perfect day is eating pomegranate and smashing pussy <laughs> And that's on shift as a traffic warden, is it? <laughs> on my perfect day, I'm not working, sweetheart. Don't be fucking oh, that's stupid. So stupid. Oh, my God. That's so my fault. Uh, Kenneth, can I also ask you this question? I've written this down. Do you know what a nonce is? A nonce? Isn't that a, a dirty, dirty man who fucks little kids? A nonce? <laughs> well, the Camp Kentucky nonce is quite something to behold, isn't it? A nonce? <laughs> oh, I enjoyed that more than I should have done. I knew today that we could have... Oh, I've just got Byro on me. Fucking hoodie. I knew we could have done yes. anything and we'd have had a laugh with it. Instead of being like, oh, so we've got a question from... Adam, You, I can't believe how focused you were there told you i'm the finished article and it's just going to take some big hollywood agents 
to spot me walking down Sunset Boulevard and go, he is the new Arnold Schwarzenegger. Who has been to see live comedy before? Who has watched their grandparents die as they escape a gulag? Why are you crying? This is my life. Western piece of shit. Now, welcome on stage, newly skinny, Adam Romsky. Oh, God. I really want to develop Ivo... Uh, no, sorry, is it? Ego. Ego. Ego Komparov. Ego Komparov. I really want to develop that idea. Just throwing it out there. When we do the Have a Weird Sketch show on BBC Three. <laughs> Let's get... Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's paint the studio first. <laughs> Fucking hammer and sickle. What colour? Red. <laughs> like the blood of my grandparents as they die in Gulag for me to play Ruffle Comedy Club. <laughs> Newcastle under Lime <laughs> and also Derby new venue um, oh ridiculous we've got a uh, let's just have a break I need a little minute alright okay okay oh dear You know them, you love them, it's Vauxhall Comedy Club in that day, London. If you're visiting London, if you're going down for the weekend, take your missus, take your fella, take them to go and see comedy. There's some cracking comedy shows in London. Some of them, and I've played them, are a little lacking in fucking soul. Vauxhall Comedy Club. This is a comedy club done with love and care and done properly. In a great room with great atmosphere, with brilliant comics, some from the TV, some up-and-coming circuit talent. And the absolute best of it, if you're there for the weekend, is Friday and Saturday night. And down at Vauxhall Comedy Club, they call it Bottomless Booze Comedy. So basically, you pay them an entry fee with the money for your booze included. It's 25 quid. It's a 90-minute show. And you also get Bottomless Booze, wine, beer, cider, 25 quid. There's also a spirit and mix of Bottomless Ticket. That starts at £35. And if you're a purist, you're staying so you're fucking Zyvan. The ticket's just a tenner. Once we're done with the Rona and back to normal trading, Vauxhall Comedy Club is usually open Monday to Saturday. It's right next to a street food garden. And between now and then, do us a favour at Have A Word and follow the Vauxhall Comedy Club online. You can join the mailing list. It's at Vauxhall Comedy Club on Insta, at Vauxhall Comedy on Twitter, and Vauxhall Comedy Club on Facebook. It's an over-18 night out, and you never know, come the autumn, you might see me and Adam there. From Texas to Scam, every lead is listening to the funniest podcast in the game. This is Have A Word. All right, my love, we have got fucking online shopping to do. We've got to look at furniture, desks, the shit we need to be doing, organising. Mm, Have A Word Studios is so close. Um, We've got to sort of Have A Word. I am intrigued to see where you come down on this, old Adam. Okay, okay, okay. Um, This is bordering on, like, this guy writing stand-up material. Anyway, says, Hi, lads. This is something that I've noticed for a while, but a recent conversation has driven me to this. I was ordering the groceries online with my other half, Judy, who is, on the whole, a fine woman. I just wanted to get the job done. Judy had other ideas. I asked her how many tins of baked beans I should order. Standard question, simple numeric answer required. Judy had other ideas. She began to discuss with herself the likely baked bean needs of her two boys for the coming week. 
No permutation was left unconsidered. Shall we call it four then? I said. On it went. Eventually I said, four it is then. And she agreed. I looked at her and added, mainly in jest, there's no need to show your fucking workings, you know. She did not laugh. <laughs> However, I was quite pleased with my line. So, please have a word with women. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Tell them not to show their workings. We have spent years perfecting closed questions to avoid pointless chatter, yet you blatantly disregard this. For future reference, the answer we are looking for to one of our questions is nearly always one of five choices. One, yes. Two, no. Three, I don't know. Four, a number. Five, anal. I really feel like he's doing shtick. And no <laughs> banter. And and where did the guy fuck you? Anal. Doesn't make sense. And <coughs> no fucking detail either. Most conversations require no embellishment and recounting a conversation in the I said to her, then she said to me style, which just makes you look mental. Thanks, lads. Great show. And that's from Simon. So we're having a word, contentious. With all women, because you know what they like, Adam, what they like, bloody women. Well, I am, um, I'll say this right now. Two things. First of all, Patrice O'Neill has got an amazing routine about women not being able to tell stories, and it's fucking perfect. It's brilliant. We'll find the link, maybe, maybe I'll tweet it. If not, just go and Google it, YouTube it, you'll be able to find it. Um, that is definitely true. Like Patrice's bit is about he goes he always makes his girlfriend tell her the end of the story before he agrees to hear the whole thing. So she's like he's like, right, what happened? What's the end of the story? Someone got shot. And he's like, right, go on, try and tell a story. <laughs> it's brilliant. But we can't have a word with all women here because this isn't all women. This is his missus, isn't it? This is she Judy. Is a neurotic nightmare. What I can do is have a word with this woman and Jade, because <laughs> Jade is also a fucking lunatic with shit like this. And I seen a, you know, like I follow a girl. She's like a Liverpool-based blogger. Her name's uh, Steph, but it, she goes under the brand Scousebird, and. She's, I think it was her. She tweeted like a meme the other day or put it on Instagram. And it was, girls know where we want to eat. We just don't know your budget. And I was like, fuck you. Is that bollocks true? I will ask. Jade knows exactly how much money I've got at all times. And she cannot pick a fucking restaurant if it meant saving our lives. Not at all. Do you know if I ask Jade, this is 100% true and she might not forgive me for saying this on the podcast. If I ask Jade, if she wants a cup of tea. Do you know what she does? She takes about 10 to 20 seconds to consider it and then answer, which is a long time to answer the question, do you want a cup of tea? Do you know what she does in that 10 to 20 seconds? She imagines drinking a cup of tea and tasting it and then decides whether she's in the mood for that. Wow. I mean, really? <clears throat> That's what everyone does, but it's worrying that that takes 20 seconds, isn't it? Like, she's, she's imagining it in real time. It can take minutes. I'm just, hang on. What, do you want one or not? I'm just imagining finishing the cup of tea. So, just give me a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Have a word. I love it when people are like this. Have a word with women. 
You know what they're like. Oh, 3.6 fucking billion of them. Yeah, they're I always... I think I've mentioned on the podcast before, I struggle with any non-comedian telling me a story. Oh, yeah. Because all muggles are shit at telling stories. There's too much flab on them. They give you too much unnecessary detail. They give you characters that don't pertain to the main storyline. As a comedian, you learn to get rid of all that with experience. You go, oh, I don't need that bit. I don't need that bit. I might need that bit because it makes it funnier. Whatever. I mean, good comedians. Get- good comedians, Adam. Because I've watched some comedians. Yeah. It's a little bit flabby. Like, cut it the fuck down. But like most of my friends in comedy and as an extension in real life are good storytelling comedians. You, Danny McLaughlin, Paul Smith. There's a lot of people I'm mates with who I spend time with. And if they tell me a story, they know how to tell it. Comedians in green rooms will tell you the story. It's on beat. It's, it flows, it ebbs and flows. And the funniest bit is at the end. And when you get used to listening to those stories and then after a gig, some drunk cunt goes, I got on for you, right? So there's one time, right? I was in, I was in, uh, I was in Wrexham, right? Well, no, it wasn't actually Wrexham. It was just outside Wrexham. But well, I worked in Wrexham at the time. So let's just say it was Wrexham. And I, I was painting and decorating. Well, I was, I was doing the joinery actually, but we were mainly there to paint and decorate the whole thing. When someone does that. Can I just the, say the, the, that uh, impression sounded like me when I'm telling a bad story on this podcast. I was like, holy shit, this is ringing true for some reason. I'm like, this sounds like me when I've not concentrated on where the story is going. And another thing, Adam. I have to put, when I get one of those stories told to me post-show by any woman, man, anyone, I have to put such a, oh, I'm listening, face on, because I'm fucking not. The second I go, this guy doesn't know how to tell a story, I am doing something else in my head I'm painting our office I've and seen it deciding what I'm going to have to eat on the way home I can and tell I when you're like for inflections to be like yeah I'm not here mate <laughs> I've seen it you're not you've not got the best poker face you're being professional being friendly but I can see you going the fuck are you on about lad <laughs> I mean the thing is I, Simon we get what you mean but it it's the the wording of it is very like old school like you know what they're all bloody like and i just think it's disingenuous to pretend that there aren't men out there that are great big ocd on the spectrum flapping granddads before the time like what would you like from the shop well let me just think through what i've got and what i've not got and like everyone's capable of it man and woman and sometimes I get the generalizing is a necessity. You have to generalize. But there are so there are some generalizations that are so colossal, you're like, uh yeah, not really. You know? Not really. Also, it's a funny one when you're like, can you have a word with women? Because you know what they're all like. It's like that language is strangely like I mean, to some people not acceptable, but for most people, like, oh yeah, you're allowed to say that. So can you imagine if you were like, can you have a word with black people? Because you know what they're all like. You'd be like, whoa, 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 whoa. What the fuck are you saying? Because it's women, I'm like, sorry, I've got one. I haven't got a black person. Not that one. I've got a woman. She's in there, twatting on with lists. Just go to fucking co-op, Judy. Um, I get, Simon, 
I get what you mean. But the thing is, I would love, like, a Truman Show CCTV recording of you going about your daily life, because I bet Simon's well capable of some, like, oh, actually, I wonder if I could pontificate about something fucking boring, because all men are capable of that. Like, I think, I think a lot of men have got that within them to be like, which... Like, as soon as you're planning a journey, all of a sudden you just channel your, your fucking dad skills. Like, oh, I think it's probably best to go this way because there's not any traffic. So I think everyone's capable of it, mate. But uh, I appreciate the way you wrote in with a have a word that was essentially written like a piece of stand-up material. Question five. Answer. Anal. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Simon, <laughs> what question? What question is he answering, Judith? That she's saying anal. What in his fucking? Oh God! What type of examination was it, Judy? <laughs> uh, five. I'm on the phone. They're gonna kill me, Mum, if I don't tell them exactly what it means to be overly tidy and incessantly clean. And what's the word? Anal. Thanks, Judy. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Oh God. <sighs> right. Pod. Pod. Done. Uh, after the song will be me listing the £10 patrons. Thank you to everyone that signs up for Patreon. Patreon.com slash have a word pod. If you haven't done it already, the uh, depending on what tier you are, you get discounts on merch. And the merch is at haveawordpod.com. And all of that shit pays for the studio that we are about to move into that is going to make this shit so much better. And, uh, so much better. I mean, oh, we're about to take it up a notch, Daniel. I can feel it. It's going to be so good. People are going to love the content more. They're going to get more out of me lose. and you because we're going to be able to see each other again. Oh, how much better. This has been the best podcast we've done in a month, I reckon. This has been so much fun. And it's because we got a little bit of chemistry back by spending half, half an hour with each other earlier today. Oh, and the fucking Zoom meeting's going... And I'm like, oh, just fucking nearly done mate if you ever want to see Adam Rowe revved up sign for a studio with him I've literally hung out with people who've got two grams of cocaine in the system who are less in lively, lively than Adam Rowe is because he's looking at furniture for a studio so oh it's gonna be so we are playing a song out that we've played before, but it's one of the hip-hop ones that I really enjoyed. It's Dead Kings with An Evening With. If you know anyone, or if you are a musical artist, whether it be DJ, music producer, hip-hop artist, if you've got a band, if you know anyone, have a word pod at gmail.com. Get them to send their music over. We will play them at the end of the, so uh, at the, end of the pod. Dead Kings, An Evening With. Adam, see you on Wednesday for the Patreon episode. Bye, Felicia. Bye, Felicia. Yeah. This is a mutual decision Me and C are feeling sick With the way that we're living Living with the fact That we've been forever so breathing We move the sheet and see It's an open air prison We're on the dark side of that moon No prison It's a fast ride to doom With your face in the system But wait that's in the system With the opposite of fiction They're trying to take the wealth Or break up the divisions We're 
We grew apart, the future's bleaker in parts We need to beat the deceivers with the Buddha palms Tip a tipple, grab the wiffle black And beat them to shards Let them bleed, then these sheep will be seeing the stars And while they're watching, it's they live while you're catching This dynamic jewel burning foals with pen blotches A penny for your thought, and then you bought it just slots in Money on your mind, it doesn't matter, that's, that's a problem. problem It's taken me a while to see who we're friends from those You have to leave behind, pawn pretenders love to play the part I thrive from those genuine who look out for most You don't need to be a martyr To change someone's state Through being kind-hearted All I'm saying is Let's start where we all start Open-minded With the desire to move forward Support the cause To support the unsupported Represent those at home As much as the walls On where business is bought Nothing but justified extremism Bereavement brought And in the first world School of thought The things we complain of Are madness when you reflect And stop Mobile phone lost Doesn't compare to a breakfast Molotov Where a cold is not a cop Toxic water is what You've got disease-free a luxury, fast food is attached to a parachute, medicine has dilute if you wanted the lucky few, uh, this is the reality, but we know this already, shut the fuck up, change the channel on the telly, group of angry marginalised social outcasts being told how to act, belittled bedrooms taxed by the upper upper middle class, celebrated by those who would have loved ancient Rome. This is nothing major An evening with the dead kings making a wager Wake up, we put the ink to the paper Man cup providing the beats for the caper This is nothing major An evening with the dead kings making a wager Wake up, we put the ink to the paper Man cup providing the beats for the caper your whole life is a race I'm the drifter rolling wrister with the shades on my face But I make pace, see the truth and spit in black and white The colour that you're seeing is a lie, see behind it The messages stay hidden to the sighted It's not apparent to the eye unless you imbibe the hybrid Or open your mind or open your mind's iris A good way to start, retracting your eyelids And see the world for the real, question what you feel They broke the deal, but I'm breaking the seal I'm the bloke known for long corpse, corpse and star steel Hungry for the truth but uncruise my Next meal, I'm not feeling it, but there I'm hardly even breathing in. Reeling from the heavy air around us as they reel us in. I heal too quick, I'm tied up, forcing the real in. But the force of a fly guy, Leviathan, these dead kings. Yo, cause this is nothing major. An evening with the dead kings making a wager. Wake up, we put the ink to the paper. Man cup providing the beats for the caper. So a big thank you to our £10 patrons. Maggie, I'm sorry I didn't do your shout-out last week. Thank you. And thank you to Stephen Royal, Mark Kennedy, Morgan Blix, Ruth Poor, Emma Armstrong, Simon Bissett, Kai, Bethany Griffith, James Hall, Khadija Mir, Tom Lazarus, John Ryan, Stephen Byrne, Kenny Gadd, Kira Tan, Sam Snook, Jonathan Bagley, Max Prenti, Tom Simpson, Steph Keeling, Stephen Thompson... Mark Pugh, Megan, Colin Pugh, Dan Lindsay, Jason Reynolds, Ryan Farrow, Josh, Stephen Billick, Graham Owens, Mike Pugh, Tom Twistleton, Andrew Boyle, Tom Civiter. I've always fucked that up. Sorry, Thomas. Thomas Civiter. Dave Checkley, Emma Donnelly, Kate Hamilton, Becky Hale, Rob Barker, Mark Hammond, Rob Knowles, Robin Kerr, Jared Keane, Andy T, Jack Robert, Wes Coakley, Adam, Peter Vincent, Tony P., Jen Wilson who I'm pretty sure is like the Jen Wilson I think it is hi Jen Josh 
Holt, Flusk, Michael Woods, Alex Jones, Martin, Ella Knight, Fiona, Andy Mannix, Joseph Moore, Matt Flannery, Kate Bidwell, Cade Bidwell, sorry, Cade, Emma Green, Steve Green, Donna McCauley, Amy, Maxine Eyre, Jay Kyle, Simon Martin, Steve Boris, Johnny Edwards, Pete Graves, Tom Chadwick, Graham Cashel, Lee Aitchison, Scott Brickcliffe, Saz Green, Ian Chadwick, Kiefer Gallagher. Kiefer's a cool name, isn't it? Kiefer Gallagher is a very cool name. And that makes out that no one else's name is cool. I've just noticed Kiefer's name. Alexis Bly, Terry Burke, Dean Cochran, Stephen D. Malone, Anthony Jolly, Sam Maguire. Thanks for all your retweeting, Sam, and uh, uh, we really appreciate it. Kieran Woodall, Johnny Armstrong, Kathleen Simon, Catherine Wells, Rebecca Thomas, Chris Watson, Ian Pringle, AJ Gregson, Janet Roskell, Jason Hopkins, Barry Parsons, Barney Wood, Jill Bushell, Rob Upton, Daniel Pugh, Richard Palmer, Tom Rowe. I wonder if that's any uh, in relation to our lid. Probably, in it? David Everson, Anthony Duran, Sammy Taylor, Mark Hollenbach, Bunny Whitehead, James Fuchs, Mike Kivy, Julie Smith, Rob Bell. I mean, these are the OGs, by the way. These guys signed up right at the start. Kirsty Leonard, Steve Woolley, Paul McDonald, Lee Bramley, Mike Sullivan, Colette Hind, Nathan Sharrocks, Jess Yarwood, Jack Rush, Kieran Gibson, Frank Hughes, Frog and Bucket Comedy Club, Chris Jones, Louise Grimes, Matley, Jamie Moores, who I saw yesterday with his merch. Jennifer Ridding, Mike Quirk, Owen Badman, Chris Chubbs, Rachel Heron, Christian, oh, Mark Cowan, Matt, Nick Stannard, Stephen Theobald, Aaron Ledbetter, Liam, Daniel Newman, John Barrowcliffe, Joanne Parr, Matt Delmain, Texas Chili Fuggaboo, Chris Townsend, Ali Richardson, Rachel Whiteley, George, Curtis Charlton, Sam Crow. Russell W Danny Gilligan and our first ever £10 top top lid was Lee Grant thank you very much Lee you were the very first alright lids it's very exciting about the studio and uh, you guys have made it possible and yeah you're going to get more bang for your buck coming up and if you're listening going, I can't afford a tenner, there is the £3, there's the 5 there's the 10 Um, And even if you can't afford any of it, just tell a friend what we're doing. We're trying to grow this budge. Uh, appreciate you guys. Peace.
She filled my mind up with ideas, 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 ideas. I'm not highest in a room, 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 room. Casey's view, 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 view. She filled my mind up with ideas, ideas, ideas. I'm not highest in a room, 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 room. She got a money out of the loop. Order. 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 Disgusted. <laughs> oh, come on. Where's the hairy little fucking munchkin? Where's Skinny Row? Come on, Skinny Row. Just last a year. He's been waiting for a podcast since 4.30. My, 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 my Skinny Row. Oh, where is Adam on the Zoom? Come on, Skinny Row, let's do a part. To Canton, please. Oh, he's here. <laughs> is Jade, Hello. Jade saw One you. second. Hey, no worries. You take your bloody time, lad. I am. Um, I lost track of time because so, I'm just just too excited. 